If you want to jazz it up a bit. He was laugh. Welcome, Joe, Danny, and Mark <laughs> talking about films. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> so Stay come tuned. On down. This is Danny. <laughs> Good evening. This is Mark. Hey, everybody. And this is Joe. Hi, guys. You're right. That was directed to you two. What was happening? I think I've like, genuinely lost part of my brain. <laughs> Spades of it, actually. Spades of it. Spades. No, Spades. Spades of brain. Uh. Today we'll be discussing Arctic Freeze. No, no, no. we're not discussing Arctic Freeze. We're discussing absolute <laughs> fucking zero. Why are we discussing Arctic Freeze? Right? No, I don't every single time. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but when you told me about the film, that was the one time you gave me the right title. <laughs> Today oh. we'll be talking about absolute zero. Oh, you mean Arctic Freeze? Yes. <laughs> it's fine. No one's gonna have heard of it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, well, we just keep changing the name all the way through the podcast. I think the three of us are probably the most people to have ever watched it together in, a, in one room. So I stumbled across this film looking for, googling for absolute zero. The actual, what you do? Yeah, the actual, you know, thing. Uh, when temperatures dropped to negative 273 Celsius. Yes. Yeah. I, so it must be right. Because <laughs> science is never wrong. Oh, it took six seconds to <laughs> say that for the first time. Science is never wrong is a popular, the most popular catchphrase in that film. I think about the, all of the main cast say it. I don't think it's a catchphrase. I think it's the actual message of the film. It's true. Yeah, it's science, so nothing in this film can possibly be wrong because the <laughs> science is too baffling for it to be wrong. Except for the paragraph or two on Wikipedia that is as long as the plot summary about how inaccurate it is. Yeah. But is Wikipedia science, Danny? Yes, Therefore. so it's never wrong. Spoiled <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Boiled> again. <laughs> so, yeah, I stumbled across the Wikipedia entry for, and I saw that the um, there was a bit of scientific, uh, sorry, a section of the page for scientific inaccuracies, and thought this could be a very good film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing spells good film like scientific inaccuracies, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't no. it spell good film? No. no. <laughs> oh. I was wrong. <laughs> Ultimately, yes, I was wrong. This film caused me physical pain. <laughs> Legitimate physical pain. Well, to um, me, I've, not, I've not watched many films that make me feel as awkward as that one did uh, at times. There, there was, there was something wrong in every single scene. I, know, I think we've said that about other films in the past, but this is the one that's the clear, clear forerunner for every single scene had something wrong in it. So, let's start with the plot. <laughs> so, the plot of the film is the that... The, the plot, the, <laughs> the, 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 the no, the plot was quite. It was quite a, you know, it was it was a definite plot. Shit, it, it made no fucking sense. <laughs> there was an arc. Yeah, uh, well, let's go start in a minute. But the plot of the film is that the Earth's poles have shifted ninety degrees As on one of the axes. 
which has caused Miami to suffer um, <laughs> basically arctic and conditions. And a couple of other places. Yeah, mm. Miami, and, but it's, it's centred on Miami. It's supposed to be everywhere on the equator, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like equatorial line or something. But it moves. Let's, but it moves. Let, let's start with, with that for a moment. So I think everyone gets that... It's your science hour! Oh, he was laugh. <laughs> so, but the poles are two points. They're not a fucking... The, the equator's a ring around the Earth. The poles are... It's your angry science hour! I'm trying to calm myself. Yeah. So there's... there's um, anyway, the, the plot focuses on, on Miami's... Uh, Sort of apparent shift, immediate shift to this Arctic, uh, Arctic sort of condition. The, the the plot leads us to understand that sort of the, the this move is taking place reasonably slowly, so it's not instant. It doesn't just like the, the poles don't just teleport from being at the North Pole <laughs> to the center of Miami. It's it oh, moves. apparently they do. No, no, it moves across the because that, that's the compass realigning as it's moving across the uh, across the Earth. Yeah, that's the countdown, yeah. isn't it? Which would mean that's yeah, until it hits Miami, Mi- Miami, Miami. If the North Pole is moving moving towards Miami, that would be creating Arctic conditions, presumably, all the way down from the North. Yet the film tells all of the people to flee to the North. Wouldn't wouldn't the South make more sense? Does everyone follow my logic? Or have I made no sense? My brain's already melted from yeah. the film, so that's, I... That's, I'll that's say your word for it. I don't but know. That's, that's my... Probably the biggest galling... Uh, no, that's not the biggest galling moment. <laughs> the biggest galling moment is that the film is about. So the, the film centers on the fact that if these pole, when when this pole hits uh, Miami, the temperatures will be at absolute zero, which is negative two hundred seventy-three degrees Celsius. When the temperatures reach absolute zero, particles, uh, the, the atoms don't have any, any any energy anymore at all. They stop vibrating, which means that they all become solids, including things like oxygen. And nitrogen, yeah. Yes. So gases become yeah. solids. Yeah. Um, so they'd literally be licking oxygen from the floor to survive. <laughs> no, no, it would just crush them. No, they <laughs> would just die them, yeah. because yeah. they would be dead long before the temperatures hit absolute zero. You, you, you can't like <clears throat> people can't survive at less than, you know, less than a hundred degrees Celsius. You die. You, 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 no matter how many spacesuits you wear, you die. <laughs> they were they were really really thin, like kind of fake. <laughs> Spacesuits, yeah, orange, like oh, yeah, yeah jumpsuits. Jump yeah. Jumpsuits with little things pinned on them and a little helmet. Yeah, um, and they didn't even bother closing when they first opened the door. Yeah, <laughs> and at that point the thing's saying like it's minus two hundred and sixty yeah. degrees already, and, and they just wander it's out. It's snowing yeah. as well. Oh yeah, it doesn't snow when it gets much below zero. <laughs> no, at minus two hundred and seventy-three degrees Celsius, it's not going to snow no. lightly on top of. <laughs> It's all light snow. It's just yeah. And oh, they show, it's they show a bit basically outside. entirety of Miami is covered in ice and snow, except for this little slit where they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Presumably where yeah where they got to hide out because and they don't even shiver. Yeah, no. they're not even yeah. shivering when they go outside and, and hugging the metal. You know, yeah, you know hugging the metal. Not no one's breath was fogging in front of the face in the entire film. <laughs> no. no one's breath was fogging. I mean, that, that kind of led to a bigger thing of nothing ever looked cold in the film. No. I mean, the opening of the film is in... Is it the Arctic or the Antarctic? More I think it's the Arctic. I, 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 according to Wikipedia, it's Antarctica. Hmm. So, opening... so it wouldn't even be Arctic freeze, it would be Antarctic freeze, <laughs> if anything. Because the Arctic is never even visited, but yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, so they're in Antarctica. Um, 
Not sure why. <laughs> I think because they found a cave. Uh, so there was some implication that there was that guy who dies at the beginning. You saw the having a barbecue. Wearing oh, yeah. Hawaiian shirts. Because it's global warming, so they're wearing Hawaiian shirts in the Antarctic. Because it's warm there. Even Cooking though. burgers. Yeah, yeah, like on a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, admittedly, the weather is fair. It's not snowing. But is this it's... a bit where they're on, they're on the extradition? Expedition. Expedition. No, no, right at the beginning, before that. Ah, okay. Right, you know, when, when, when we first introduced to any of the characters. Oh, yeah, no, I do. Well, this, this is the first science crew that dies. Yeah, mm. so this is the, the, the spur into the whole scientific investigation. Yeah. So, uh, so from... there's the guy who, uh, like, the ground opens up while they're inside. He runs out. The guys cooking the barbecue are just kind of looking a little bit confused at this glacier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then this the other guy turns and looks around, and then the, the bit around just him falls. No one reacts at all, other than to look slightly confused. Yeah. And then that's the end of that scene, and suddenly you're in hot Miami. Yeah, with the best Miami music ever. Yeah. It, it, Oh, the music in this yeah, film. The clashes uh, of the music. Uh, the different... Terrible. It seems to be a hallmark of terrible films. Like, yeah, we'll just... We'll, we'll hack the music together at the end. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll just find some stock music somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerful it, summer. It must have been... Four. Yeah, it, it, it must have used um, iron drums. You know, the iron... Uh, drums. You know, the iron... The... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to need more explanation. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you have to describe what they actually are. The iron... Drums. I drums. drums. I think I know what you're talking about. The drums of iron. <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Maybe called steel drums. Steel drums, not iron drums. Oh, you mean iron drums. <laughs> Joe's desperately flailing his arms around <laughs> trying to do an impression of iron drums. They tend to be attributed to the Caribbean. Iron drums. Are they called iron drums? Yeah. <laughs> they're steel drums. Steel drums. <laughs> you knew what it was. You <laughs> can carry around iron drums with them. <laughs> the same people who carry around steel <laughs> drums with you. It's probably not <laughs> steel, because that's heavy as well. Fuck you, Mark. You're a ridiculous person. <laughs> I am a ridiculous person. Oh, this is derailing quickly. What? So, there was there was lots of steel drums. That that, that film used probably the most, the, the highest quantity of steel drums music I've ever <laughs> I've ever heard in a film ever. And I've watched <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> I watched steel drum for well, iron drum for <laughs> Hitler's taken the steel drums. <laughs> oh God. Um, well, they were on the moon. <laughs> There were Nazis everywhere. So that's what led them to send so, out the second well, expedition. Yeah, but they don't really address that. Apparently they all died and they don't know what happened to them. Mm. So better send some more out to yeah. find out. So they, they, they Is that out... when they uncovered the cave? Yeah. Yes. Right, so they uncover a cave with... I think they they the second expedition to, to the Antarctic. I think the first ones were looking for the cave. Or found the cave and then they were killed. And then they sent the second team to go look at the cave. Yep. Not to recover the scientists or anything. They introduced that guy. Which guy? The uh, <laughs> when the second expedition arrives, you remember that guy? He calls everyone by the degree names. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> archaeology and paleontology or something. Uh, archaeology it? and uh, he was he was some of that a astronomy uh, astrology. Astronomy. Astronomy. <laughs> astronomy. <laughs> Hospitality management in the corner. <laughs> 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 you haven't met social media yeah. <laughs> um, he's never really spoken to again other than to introduce that they want to go in the cave 
Um, is he the one that's gruesomely killed by their survival zone? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> survival zone. Because uh, the weather keeps drastically changing for some reason. Uh, <laughs> they have a shipping container, and that's apparently where they all survive. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, gets was, really it was literally, and he had scrawled on it, survival zone. Yeah. And the, the, the introduction was, oh, well, this place will save your life. Um, for some reason. And yeah. then and then when it's stormy and they're all tumbling out of the tent and putting the coats on outside in the stormy <laughs> weather, uh, and they all everyone disappears. I, I assume they're all supposed to be in that thing, but no one helps him open the door. Yeah. The main guy, <laughs> it slams open. He tries to radio someone, and then it slams back on him, and he, <laughs> he his body completely disappears. And then there's just a bit of blood on the. Yeah. You're supposed to assume he's been crushed by the door. Yeah. I would have thought he just got smacked inside the thing. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Why didn't he wait till he was actually inside to make the phone, the call? Unless he thought he couldn't get a signal, I suppose. Maybe. So this was, yeah, this was during the first time you see the uh, ice tornado. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> the sky was... kind of vomits. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, yeah. this huge. It's an ice tornado. It's starts. more like an ice ice asteroid. Yeah. It kind of just comes down from nothing. Well, it comes spiraling down, crashes into the ground, and it's like a shock wave coming out of it, like a mushroom cloud. Yeah. But for, like from the bottom instead of the top, that just seems to smash things. Yep. Like the uh, car later on, where it tips it over, and then a second wave pushes it away. Yeah. It's like so. It was. It's like an explosive wave, but. That's it doesn't not, behave like anything. That's seen. not how ice works. That's not how cold works. That's I mean, not how weather works. I don't understand where it came from either. The sky. The sky, Joe. Ice what asteroids come from the sky. Ice tornadoes. The weather. The sky, Joe. <laughs> science. And science, science is never wrong. Science is never wrong. We've, we've missed the bit where they actually introduce the science is never wrong. <laughs> they do introduce, yeah, yeah. We have. Um, he has a room that can generate absolute zeros. For some reason. Yeah. I, yeah. Also, why is that their safe room at the end of the film? Because of science. He must be able to counteract the absolute so, zero. So in this film, basically, science is um, magic. <laughs> yeah. It's never wrong. Yes. Now, before we carry on saying that science is never wrong, science is wrong a bunch. Like, it's wrong a lot at the time. <laughs> Like there was, there was well, a part whole... two of Joe's science yeah. hour. <laughs> no. well, I mean, the whole point of science is it's uh, theories based on our current understanding, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so if our understanding is wrong, yes, <laughs> science, science is, wrong. is wrong. It's it's so you hypothesise and then experiment and prove it's true, and that's what science. That's all science is. Science is not a series of risks, as quoted by one of the yeah, uh, it guys can't in the film. Make its mind up. The the finance <laughs> guy <laughs> who seems to be in charge of everything. Because of the it says money. it's a series of educated risks, and yet everyone else in the film is like, science is never wrong. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, yeah, science is always right. It's always the same phrase, science yeah. is never wrong. With, 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 except with, like, dogmatic... It's almost like that episode of Star at the South Park. <laughs> science, Samuel. <laughs> so we're introduced to main character. I can't remember his name. I, I, the only na- David in, something. The only name I actually remember is... Uh, Intersci. AJ. As the uh, girl, because he was shouting at a bunch when the, that one was going to die. So we're introduced to Blue Eyes, the main character. Uh, <laughs> as, um, Behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> while he's showing off his lab um, and what he can do with his absolute zero machine. <laughs> which is apparently, you know, dark, make, make some plants go dark. Well, no, he, then... he freezes the um, plants and then it goes to absolute zero. 
where it's dark because and like, then all, apparently all light disappears and something it, uh, and only really dark light yeah but really dark like, colors can it's probably actually... the closest film gets to actually resembling accuracy i'm accuracy, not sure if that's yeah. true it's it could be. I mean, I can imagine photons stopping because they've not got any energy. Because mm-hmm. absolute zero is, it's no energy at all for anything. So I don't. But I don't know. Like I, I don't know anything about the properties of light. And absolutely, I don't think anyone in the world knows much about it. So because no, right. no one's ever achieved it. It's alright because when absolute zero does happen much later on in the film, they don't do it anyway. No, there's just <laughs> bunches of like bright there's like, and there's one scene where it's a bit dark, yeah. and then the rest is just really bright yeah. ice and stuff. Anyway, he's got his absolute zero machine. Yeah, uh, demoing mm. it. And, how uh, how much did those plants survive? Absolutely, they were fine. No, how much did everything fr- survive? Absolutely, they were still yeah, frozen. Afterwards. They were still frozen when he finished. It didn't like unfreeze. Oh, okay. All right. No. Uh, sorry, I, I had this. Yeah, okay. I had this vision of them like unfreezing and going back to being green, but um, <laughs> just immediately <laughs> sprout back to life. <laughs> So that's when you're introduced to his catchphrase, the, the film's mantra. <laughs> I don't, I can't remember the context he said it in. We were just so taken aback. When didn't people start clapping after that as well? Oh, we 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 were. I started clapping and laughing. Yeah, I was laughing, and well, then, then the then finance then, guy starts clapping, yeah. and then the rest you were like, "Well done." Well done. <laughs> Is that the it's point where he then, he then walks out of the room and is followed by, what's he called? Finance guy. Finance Vic guy. Or something. Yeah. Veet. Veet. Onto the world's what, like most the, the, unnecessary the tower. Veet. Yeah. <laughs> no, was it, was it Vint, maybe? Vint? Is that his name? Vint? I can't. I can't. Vint? I it's sure. not mentioned in the Wikipedia pot somewhere. It's just call him Vince. I think it was Veet. Neat. Well, the finance guy, anyway, we all know who he is. Yeah, he <laughs> follows the finance guy. Well, finance guy follows him onto the world's most unnecessary bridge. <laughs> the weird, awkward transition. The weird, awkward transition bridge, which is literally one floor up from the floor. Yeah, um, the, the building has a lobby, um, and then it's got this, like, other room partitioned off with this bridge. And the room isn't used in the film, it's just like, here's a bridge. And every time they show that thing, it's the same exact footage. That The film has that problem with quite a lot of things. Yeah, so... Every time he pulls up to the building and parks, it's the same piece of footage of him parking really yeah. badly. Every time someone they show it's that building, they show that awkward walkway with yeah. one guy always walking across the same direction. And yeah, it's like, what, what's so important in this other building that that guy is walking <laughs> back and forth? Or not back and forth, just away Leaving from... It. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's the bit where they're trying to escape much later on and they go down the same set of stairs twice. <laughs> That's genius. With the same footage. Yeah, of uh, them fucking up walking down the stairs. There's basically. a little montage of the girl waiting for her mum to come back and they have three little bits of footage that they keep just chopping and changing yeah. between in the same montage. Yeah, so fading in and out of her. So it's like fading her looking one direction, then wandering around the other one, then back and then straight back to the first clip. <laughs> mm. There's also the point where he parks the car really badly in the car park. I think they show that about three times. <laughs> is this a meta joke? Because I said that as the first one. Did you? Oh, I apologise. <laughs> that's a meta joke. That's amazing. That's how little I listen to you in this podcast, Danny. <laughs> Danny's talking switch off. Are you just, are you just repeating that to, because it's because uh, we're talking about repeating scenes? No, I genuinely didn't. I, I must have zoned out when you mentioned it. There's a lot to think about. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took over. 
Uh, okay, so we've in- been introduced to the main character. Um, David. And, and his catchphrase, blue eyes. No, his catchphrase um, wasn't blue eyes. So, we we know there's an expert. I'm not sure if the entire team has gone missing or... Yeah, if... uh, it's implied. And then uh, later see, on, I, d- I think it's I confirmed. Didn't, I didn't think it was. I thought that the leader of the team where the guy falls down the crack in the ice was the leader of the team later on that gets killed in the survival hut. No. No, because he's dead, isn't he? He fell about... <laughs> no, no. Heroically down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that point where it all, no, the no, ice no, comes no, apart the and he, he doesn't fell. move backwards Does slightly. Yeah. Why does he not move backwards slightly? <laughs> he, tells the other, he tells the other, he tells the other people back. to move while standing right on the edge of this move and his ice is just m- moved his apart. His legs around and it just goes, drop. Yeah. <laughs> And then you see him tumbling. But no, no, the leader of that team, not him, not the guy who falls down the ice. Obviously, he was dead. Um, the leader of that team. No, I think it's all different characters. Okay, well, fair enough. But the um... so they send him. No, he doesn't. He goes off his own uh, volition. No, I'm pretty sure they send him. No, because he, he goes off to get the evidence from the... Oh, okay, maybe they send him. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, yeah. So, the, the, then you're introduced to the leader. <laughs> the, next, the very next shot is him doing a heroic <laughs> pose in this in this ice field. Quite a way in the distance. Yeah. Like, it's dropped him off and he's wandered a bit and then just posed. It looks like he's actually stood there for about 20 minutes yeah, before it, anyone it, even acknowledges he's there. I wonder if that's there. a repeat scene as well, where he's posing, because that's used like probably. three times. Yeah. If we'd have clocked on, we would have probably spotted it. Yeah, because uh, I think it's the first instance of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> standing there waiting to be acknowledged. And there's loads of people like, wow, there's a guy. And eventually one guy comes, not like from the way he's looking, as though he was like waiting for someone yeah. to come to him, but from the left. Yeah. <laughs> Like he was looking off that way, yeah. and, they're, and they're like to his right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Who the hell are you?" And then he takes his thing off, and it's like his best friend in the yeah. world. And and I've never seen such an awkward embrace. They like grab each other's arms and then start shaking each other, and then explain ex- exchange pleasantries. It's <laughs> kind of like yeah, he's gripping his arms, like, "How are you? Yeah. I'm really good. I haven't seen you in years." <laughs> Remember that woman? Her kid will be a tween now. <laughs> What's this woman? Later. <laughs> that was later on. But still, that was a funny line. Yeah, tween. Who's a tween? Who are trying to be hit with the kids? Those tweens. So then you're introduced to the leader of that expedition. Who is? Who calls everyone by their degree names? <laughs> so I would be computer science. Danny would also be computer science. And Mark would be psychology. That's all right. We're a learned podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have a wide variety. <laughs> and Joe and I are the same person. <laughs> How would he differentiate between them if they had the same name? I, I assume he would tack numbers onto the end. Archaeology <laughs> one. Well, maybe no, he would do the, de- the, like, the level they got. Yeah, the degree yeah. classification. Well, if two people got the same degree classification? Well, maybe he would find out individual marks and pick the ones that. Like, so percentages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, so you introduced the leader of that expedition. He's a wonderful man. Is he? We we don't see much more of him. He dies in a pretty heroic way. Is it heroic? He gets killed by a door. I suppose not. So he's killed by that. The, the rest of the crew seems to disappear. There's a storm that no one's predicted is going to happen. It suddenly just happens. It wasn't a storm, though, was it? It well, was, it, it was yeah, a nice but, tornado. But, but in the loosest possible terms, you're going to call it a storm. Well, okay. No, they're mm-hmm. killed in the storm, in the base camp. 
Yeah, because the, because they're useless at getting ready. Like exactly what you said in the film. Why don't you put your coat on before you open the door and walk out into the woods? So they're walking outside, all trying to reach in for the the, the, <laughs> the, the other arm of the coat, which coats. is trying to get off in the wind. I think it was supposed to be like, well, they left the hut in a panic because he thought it was going to blow away. But I'd be like, well, fucking get your coat on first. It's really cold. So they're they're all killed at the campsite. They sent four of them off to do this tiny little remote control vehicle into the cave they found. Why that took four of them is beyond me. One of them drove it. Um, One of them watched him drive it. And then the other two drove off in the buggy (laughs) to go get uh, radio contact because they lost it. Um, Oh, you get that amazing bit with head west. Which way is west? You're an expert in your field. How do you not know? Uh, I realise now as well the... Every time they showed the buggy, that was the repeat footage as well. Of course it was, yeah. Because it was always going from right to left on yeah. the screen really the occasion slowly. it was going left to right, but I wonder if they just reversed that footage. Probably. And this ties into the thing I was saying earlier about nothing ever looks weathered. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like they're driving this buggy through this, like, like carpet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, talking of carpets, um, the... <laughs> so, the old guy. The old guy decides to go in the tunnel because they find a body, and he magically he just magically assumes that this body's ten thousand years old for some reason. Yeah, because it's a ten thousand year old cave. Because he looks at really it through a computer life. screen. Yeah. yeah, it's ten thousand years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have that weird montage of people watching the footage, but then you find out it's only two seconds of lapsed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really strange. Yeah, yeah. I think it was supposed to be them watching it live. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, like not only the people at the base camp but the finance guy back in Miami yeah at the same time um, but the, the the music and the, the cameras and stuff in, implies it's like a montage of people mm. like analysing it going hmm yeah like months mm. after the fact yeah. yeah like after they've delivered the footage back and then, home and then it's like right okay let's get the buggy out of there yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they drive the buggy out but it, it gets stuck and the other two have buggered off to go get try and get the radio to work. Yeah. So the old guy's like, oh, I've got to go in after it. And the, old, the his friend's like, no, you, you don't. He's like, yeah, I do. He'll... Okay, then. <laughs> That's I'll all the same. I'll hold took. this rope. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be fine if the cave collapses, I'll be able to pull you out. So he wanders in and he, he's got this gormless look on his face. He's <laughs> like, I, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> It's like old man eager face. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything's amazing and he's just looking at like snow. Slapping his gums and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be the paintings on the wall. That's true, but it's not really explained. It's like he's never been into an ice cave before. So like, this is an amazing ice cave. Everything is wonderful here. Yeah, we, like we frequently Santa's go into workshop. ice caves. I'm bored of them now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every weekend, a new ice cave. I don't really like them. Well, yeah, yeah, true. I suppose we are ice cave explorers, though. We are, really. It's <laughs> our full-time ice, job. Ice cave. He would be calling us ice cave explorers 80, ice cave explorers 70, and ice cave explorers 60. Why am I 60? I why, why is Joe 70? Why is Joe 80? Joe's 80. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, but the people listening, wherever they are, won't know that you're going to be... I would refer to you first. Because I'm best. Okay. <laughs> so moving on. Mm-hmm. Of course. He didn't even look at the body. Yeah, he's, he's bo- forget the body. Yeah, he's he, cave painting. Yeah, staring at the cave. Um, and then I think, like, the, the, the people in the truck are killed by uh, the vomited ice tornado. ice tornado. That's when you first introduced it. It really looks like there's clouds of vomiting it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, like the, the proper curl up into like a mouth shape. It, and yeah, and it pulls up a little up bit and, and then goes... Yeah, into the ice tornado. 
Um, they're killed by the glass and the tornado and stuff. Um, Presumably exposure. Yeah, the old man is killed by a tiny bit of snow falling from the top of the cave. There's no cave in or anything. No, it's just just a little like rock. Well, a rock falls behind him. There's rumbling. They don't and actually show him getting floor. hit, do they? No, no. 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 There's just this like that would have cost too much. Yeah. It was just this like red mark in his head, but it didn't even. Look, it looked more like a gunshot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A really like high caliber gun. Like. Luckily, though, where he fell, made a natural pillow for his head. So enough <laughs> mm. for him to be able to prop up and yeah. look at the and art then, on so the wall. The guy, our hero David, um, puts his little check uh rope like into the ground as though that's going to stop uh, cr- crawls through the yeah, cave finds him doesn't uh <laughs> crawls over a blanket of yeah. snow literally a blanket because it moves like uh, like like you know like a blanket would if you crawl on top of it like it moves proper like a, a bed or something um goes over to him and instead of checking he's okay watch it looks where he's gazing and then they both just stare at the wall for a minute at yeah. these cave paintings like wow that's great. And then he turns and his mate's dead. Yeah, like, <laughs> Shit. And doesn't he go, oh, oh, jeez. Yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> Best mate died. Oh, jeez. Not another one. Right. And then I think the next scene is him crawling out through some confetti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> paper, white some white paper yeah. shredded. And apparently at some point he's taken um, scrapings of the painting as well because that becomes a plot point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, but... they have him outside. He, he looks like he's about to cry, and then it cuts back to sunny, sunny Miami. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of with, those clips that are rehashed with, with the Miami scene with steel drums, with the generic uh, camera over the he- the buildings, mm. like in a helicopter thing, like CSI or something. I kind of hope they actually stole footage from CSI. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> it was very montagey in that respect. Yes, uh... um, and then he's back at the lab, bitching. I can't remember. Yeah, do not you just wander in and go, like, the fuck? Kind of yeah, 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 to, to Vintus. Finance guy, Veet. Vintus. <laughs> Vintus. <laughs> so, he's got these paint scratchings. Now, there's another scientific thing here. He's claiming that these are paint scratchings. Like, like, We're going to so have to get him some theme music for this. Yeah. <laughs> Carry um, on. From the uh, actual, like, you know, from the actual paint that they used ten thousand years ago. Oh God, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be actual paint. If anything, if it had been preserved, it would be fossilized paint. It, it's not, you know, you can, paint doesn't keep for ten thousand years in the in the wild. It it would be fossilized paint. But apparently, they can figure out the from the alignment in the of paint. the but the polar axes at yeah. that, however old it was. Right, so that, that's when he's gone to the university to see his other mate, hasn't he? Yeah, after he gets annoyed at his boss and so, yeah, tell him he's got the painting. Yeah, he snaps he, he snaps at his boss because his boss is basically hiding the fact that people have died. His boss something. is basically just overly obsessed with money to the point where he becomes an almost an unrealistic character. Almost. But yeah, well, <laughs> completely unrealistic. unrealistic like, just him and money, it's just it's ridiculous. He actually, His plan actually makes the most sense. Yeah, so he, he's basically going to... Um, his plan was to sort of lean on the government, so they know that. It's basically, the way that they Be- think because about because he withheld the paintings, they think it's going to take about two hundred years for this thing to yeah. happen, and he's going to talk to the government about how they can fix it. Fine, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If they have to pay him, so yeah. what? So present, um, admittedly, he was a bit vehement about the. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get the government to pay, and the government's got lots of money, and everyone's got. It's like the government doesn't have that much money. <laughs> no, but the companies does have to be funded. True. Um, 
And yeah, it, I'm, not, I'm not saying that his plan didn't make you know, the, the problem is when he then tells him that he actually has these paintings and that it's going to be in four hours' time. He yeah. just completely ignores him. Um, admittedly, all of science is against him because everything. Well, because Obviously, he's hidden these paintings. Yeah. And only just just only just tested them and then rushed in in the meeting and said, "You've got to evacuate now." Yeah, like a crazy person. Um, and admittedly, he was... with his two students. <laughs> yeah. You know these guys are these guys are pretty. Those two students, students, they had no reason to suddenly be in the film. No, they really didn't. Basically, he walks into the a lecture or something that a university professor is doing. And, oh, um, the guy who married the girl used to look. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. So he's in the middle, of, apparently he's in the middle of doing a lecture, but as soon as, um, <laughs> what's it Blue Eyes walks in, that's <laughs> it. It's like, yeah, the rest of you can go now. Yeah, yeah. We, we've only been here three minutes. <laughs> it's like, no, this guy's here now. And he's uh, talking about the composition of the air. To, to a third year class, as yeah. you learn later on. Yeah. <laughs> you learn about the composition of the air at, at, you know, GCSE level. End of point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, right, uh, students the, all seem to know who he is, though. Yeah, <laughs> there's the bit where he says, oh, this is my uh, friend who... It's not often we get a famed scientist from, like, inter-sci... <laughs> Which is also, and, on a side note, a big ridiculous name. Yeah, it's got Psy in it, yeah. and it's Inter, so it's Inter, inter Psy. Um, so he, he's like, oh yeah, I'm not going to answer the question, you students should know that. <laughs> um, answers the question, <laughs> and he sends them all home. Two of them wander up, and he goes, oh yeah, so you work for Inter Psy? Well, no, I don't really want to uh, make a statement on that. No, yeah, there's it's no comment when, like... Yeah, I don't want to comment on that. Like, yeah. you just... But these two students basically worship him some kind of hero because they completely get lost for words. And the guy is a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's, the girl, he's the actually, they do relief, kind of but... portray as actually having some kind of intelligence. He also is a like, computer fucking genius. Like, can recognise how to um, hack around in a uh, sort of electronic system, like, straight away. Like, and it has no visible interface for what no, she's doing. She's just like hammering at the keyboard. It's and... a pretty interface of like, oh, the system's down and a bunch of chips because they're computer things. That mm-hmm. <laughs> just flashes. She mashes the keyboard. Nothing on screen changes. And then it's like, power's back on. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you actually have to do something technical? Like yes, you have to like... actually move, like, you know, flick switches yeah, or yeah. do something with wires. It but would be very unlikely type. a mainframe controls the electrics for the building. Yeah. But then it's just a random lab as well. It isn't like some mainframe or anything. It is, it, they have the bit no, mainframe, and then he explains what it is. And then they go, and it's just a one computer on a desk. Yeah. Um, but and it's referred to as the main computer for the building. It's but not... then they fix right, the electric. Right. It goes off again. And the guy's like, do you remember what you did? It's like, yeah. And then does it again. And that fixed it this time. What? Yeah. Meanwhile, so, this guy, is it AJ? Yeah, stood I, in the background I, talking about a concert they're going to go to next week. <laughs> next like, Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday. Like, you do realise it's, like, it's minus... Nobody does ever realise at any point, but it is like minus, minus 200, 200 degrees, degrees outside. 260. 260 yeah. by this point. <laughs> the, the, but everything will be fine. Because uh, it's uh, the reference to the earlier scene where he tries to get a... To get to a concert with him, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you were going to ask me on a date." He says, "No, no, I was going to sell them to you." And then uh, he continues to sell one to her <laughs> and asks her on a date. <laughs> Victory! Now I don't have to pay for the date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all coming up, AJ. But I thought the girl was called AJ. I have no maybe. idea. One of them's called AJ. Yeah, or maybe they're A and J. No, I think she is called AJ. Yeah, because he's shouting uh... her over. After he dies. That's right oh, away yeah. he dies. 
I do think the film kind of reaches its peak of being ridiculous when they realise that um, in, they've only got four hours until this polarisation happens. <laughs> and then suddenly all the weather stuff starts. And then suddenly all the weather stuff starts. What makes me laugh is, up to that point, <laughs> nothing interesting is happening on the news, so they just keep talking about this slightly strange weather. Um, and the, the bit news about the birds... <laughs> The bit about the birds when when yeah. he meets the uh, wife of the lecturer and her daughter, and it, it turns out they used to have a thing. Um, does it imply it's his kid? No, no, I don't think. Because no. he's like, how old? How Characters long have you had? Way her? too two dimensional. Well, it's like, how long have you had her? And how long have we been apart? Kind of no, that was uh, how long have we been married? Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. The the <laughs> there's a bit of on the news that goes on for like five minutes about the uh, birds. Moving thing, and then the the mother chastises the kid and sends her to bed. Mm. Basically, calls her a fucking idiot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, that news thing is is like something almost like North Korea. It's like <laughs> just this woman who looks slightly frightened in front <laughs> of a velvet curtain. Yeah, in front of a velvet curtain <laughs> with a little with a... tiny like four by three screen yeah, in the yeah, corner of still picture. Of still pictures. Yeah. Um, clearly, they were just in the next room or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so then the actual weather starts. So somehow a iceberg sneaks past all of the defences Miami <laughs> appear to have <laughs> in the, for the water. It is like I'm paraphrasing, but it was something on the ladder gets past all the security. Yeah. Uh, it, it manages to yeah, it's like manages to get through security, and it's like. Excuse me, you're not on the list. Yeah. So <laughs> I, icebergs aren't just big chunks of ice falling in the water, but like. Hundreds of miles deep. Well, you know, they, they, they go right down to the ocean bed. How would an iceberg just form as well? That, they, they don't form. They take thousands and thousands of years. Science. Science. Science explains all the answers because to all your problems. Because it's never wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then suddenly the weather changes. And then we're treated to like, is it 10, 15, 20 minutes of people evacuating? Yeah. Um, no, no, it's just pictures of people swimming in a pool yeah. and traffic. Yeah, <laughs> traffic. <laughs> Basically, rush hour traffic. It's just showing traffic. Yeah. Going, going both yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Like quite heavy traffic going both ways. Obviously, people going into the but city. But it's all flowing really nicely. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I wouldn't mind being in that kind of traffic. Yeah. Evacuation was supposed to be going. a panic. Surely they would just close the other lane and have all eight lanes going out of yeah. the city. And you wouldn't have people like letting people through. Yeah. Like, after you, please. <laughs> There was more traffic going away um, like it, towards, towards yeah. town than away from it in one yeah. of the shots. Because <laughs> there was like eight lanes going that way and just four coming towards us, which I assume was away well, from was, town. Yeah, so, so th- this all seems to happen very, very quickly. Basically, like, you know... The, it's but, like, yeah, we've got no, four hours, but like it, within ten minutes, most of it's happened. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, only... Uh... They, they, they focus on that one pool <laughs> in a hotel that seems to be near the beach. Yeah, yeah, but they like, have a beach scene as well. But like, yeah, I don't know why you'd have a hotel pool next to the, like and stuff next to the beach anyway. You just go yeah. in the in the sea. But they, like they show like people in the thing. Oh, it's slightly cold and stuff. And then the it, it, the next shot is the beach is completely frozen yeah. over. 
Which is which is quite accurate. That is what would happen if you were instantly lowered to absolute zero. But it Absolute. doesn't affect the hotel next no. to it. Yeah, that's just got lots of wind. It's like a hurricane, like and yeah. slightly, and light like, snow. slightly darker. Yeah. yeah, and you just have people like stumbling around, <laughs> like, yeah. knocking umbrellas over. It did stuff. seem to take everyone a good twenty minutes to actually get <laughs> completely clear that and area. You keep going back to it, and like you just see like people climbing out of the pool. Yeah. Like, yeah. We just noticed yeah. what's going on. Oh, it's starting to snow. Better oh, get out of How the pool. Unusual. Yeah, and then um, they co- go away and they come back again, and the same guys who just climbed up the pool are running around the side of the yeah. pool. <laughs> so, and this is in between scenes as well. Yeah, yeah. So like entire exchanges have happened between characters, and then these guys are just running around the pool. The, it's like... the girl's dad dies while this is happening as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this eight-year-old girl. She's supposed to be eight anyway. Yeah. Which seems a lot more more mature than that. She's being picked up from school by her dad. At the time when, you know, even though her dad already knew that this was all going to happen. Well, no, he went to go get her because of it. Right. But uh, what made me laugh about that is they'd say to the, um, the scientists, like, you have to evacuate everyone. And they're like, no. And then the next thing on the news is everyone's evacuating. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when he goes to get the kid. Yeah. So he picks her up. There's no one else in sight at this point. And it, the, he seems to just be driving very erratically. Even before like anything happens, it's just a very strong wheel. wheel. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, swerving around, and like someone's obviously throwing props in front of the car. Cause it seems to be like a bin, and yeah. then some other stuff just gets flung, and he's like swerving around. Not, obviously, not sharply, just like no, slightly it's a, swaying. Yeah. It's a very big road. Yeah. It's like, it it's a like big he road. doesn't need to be swaying around. It's like, and it's clearly a green screen. He's not actually in a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then he just cuts to this scene where he basically... Yeah, he, the car stops. Yeah, the car stops. He looks up and just in the sky, there's this massive palm tree just swaling round and round. It looks like a, if someone had thrown a frisbee. It wasn't like... it, it, to me, it was like someone taking a clip out of a tree and then just spun it around a bit. You'd think Amazing. if it had been blown away the wind, it would be going in like a normal direction. It wouldn't be spinning around on its own axis. It'd be flowing, flying at him. It yeah. might be yeah. spinning, but it's not spinning like a propeller. <laughs> Basically, it's a propeller. The next thing, the tree suddenly stops being a propeller and just shoots straight down into the front of the car. Straight into, straight his, into chest. his chest. Which would actually have crushed him straight away. I would love to have seen that from, like, not from first person, from, like, third person perspective. Like, watching this <laughs> tree spinning around <laughs> and then careering into the car. Like a confused passerby. Yeah. It would have completely changed his trajectory. Yeah. Plus, it would have killed him. Yeah, it was it's and, straight and at him. And yeah. the girl, yeah. So they, they turn out to be fine. The girl yeah. gets out of the car. No, first she's like, I'm going to lift it off you. And he's yeah. like, no, just run. Yeah. Run to that little tunnel there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like an upturned pipe or something that she doesn't take. With handles in for some reason. You what? With handles in. I, I assume it was upturned. Like, yeah, like, so it was like a... You oh, know, maybe the ladder steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. So... Um, it didn't look like anything had blown that there, though. No, it's true. And apparently it was immune from the weather. <laughs> yeah. So right now it's going to be like minus... Probably yeah, minus eight. now it's about minus 100, She's not I even think. wearing a coat or anything. No, no. no no shivering. Uh, no they have the top down yeah. as well throughout the entire scene. And then, so, like, he's trapped in this car, pinned Although down the, by the... The next time we see him, the tree isn't on his chest anymore. It's further back. Yeah, yeah. It looks so... like he could just go, actually, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, does, yeah, it doesn't look at any point like he's pinned in no, by the tree. No, it really doesn't. Um, oh, oh, leaves. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm done so, for. So she goes and hides behind the pipe. And then 
Uh, the sky vomits an ice tornado again. Yeah. <laughs> this time it's a different trajectory than last time. Can, can we? Can I just pause and, and let everyone soak in? The sky vomits an ice tornado <laughs> is an accurate way to describe what actually happens. <laughs> if you haven't already started watching this film, you definitely should be. Um, but yeah, it comes crashing down. Uh, it knocks the car over. But then yeah. it says it's not and done stops. enough damage. Yeah, and then it does it again and just pushes the car <laughs> the sideways, just clean out of view. And the girl's in this little tunnel just going, no! She doesn't even shout, she's just like, wow, that was pretty freaky. Shit. Yeah. But then the, and then the very jeez. next shot. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> the very next shot is them driving up. Yeah. Like, no time has passed. They've just, like, come behind the ice tornado. <laughs> and they shout her, and she's like, Mom, I'm scared. Yeah. And that's it. The, the dad wasn't mentioned. Yeah. Mm. Nobody grieves for the dad. No, they, no they, she they, mentions it briefly once. once. Yeah. They go, they, they, she takes the door in the they car, and then them three start shouting at each other about, we should go back to the lab. Absolute zero. We should go to the lab. Yeah. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He just starts shouting about absolute zero in his lab. He's like, all right, we'll go to the fucking lab. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. <laughs> absolute zero in my lab. My lab, absolute zero. Oh, okay then. Dr. Crazy Blue eyes. They never explain why the lab is actually a secure place, why it's the only place apparently in that I assume entire it's area to, that's fine. I, my guess is it's supposed to be because he made a room that could contain absolute zero. Yeah. Inside it, theoretically, to keep it outside it as well. Mm. But they don't go in that little bit with the plants. They go in his whole lab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is the whole lab? Because that's the only way you can see the helicopters. Can you can you make a lab that can withstand no. absolute zero? No. No. Can you well, do many you get, things in this film. Once you get well, I mean, you know, if it's big enough, probably. But it, once you get to absolute zero, it's uh, there's no energy anymore. Everything dies. By this point, they should already be dead. Well, yeah, they're out in a minus hundred degrees without coats. So absolute an zero, girl. Just to bring this into context, absolute zero is when some machine or something is pulling all of the energy out of a point in space. I also don't think it's possible. But... <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think we've never we. As the human race has never reached absolute zero. You can, you can look at stuff like an eighth of, or you know, like infinitesimally close to absolute zero, and there's really funky things happen. But which is why I was googling it in the first place, incidentally. But so um, they're on the way to the back to the facility um, to his lab, um, where absolute zero exists. I still uh, can't get over that name. Yeah, I, I think Vintus or whatever he's called, Veet, <laughs> Veet, the, the financy guy. Uh, is rushing to the roof to get into a helicopter. Say rushing. He actually goes to get into the elevator to get to the roof to get into a helicopter. It's not really rushing. You could rush up the stairs quicker, probably, than calling the elevator, waiting for it to arrive, and then waiting for it to... Also, who gets in the elevator in the middle of a... Um, like, you know, in the middle of a storm or whatever. Well, no, maybe not in the middle of a storm. Storms happen too frequently. <laughs> but, you know, like, you're never supposed also, to use elevators. this seems even tamer than a storm. That's... In, is portrayed in most films. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's not even shaking the building or anything. So, but anyway, the yeah, it's not windy anywhere, is it? No, no, no everything is calm. Everything's the, fine. The power gets uh, the power gets cut, um, which leaves them hanging around outside the door to his lab, the big yellow obnoxious door, um, and him uh, stuck in this lift, waiting to go to the roof where the helicopter's right near to. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the moments away from one another. 
two students and blue eyes decide that it's uh, best prudent for them to go and fix the power because it's revealed this girl's amazing with computers. Um, the female student, um, whatever she's called. I have no idea. AJ? AJ, yeah, she's the AJ one. Right, so they dash down to fix the computers, which, as we've discussed, the GUI is amazing. Yeah. Um, well, that's when he starts shouting in the lift. Why didn't he immediately start shouting? Yeah. It's like he they, waited for them to disappear. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely heard people there. And then he starts shouting after they've, uh, after they've this gone. This is when they're in the middle of a very emotional scene, like mother and daughter. Uh, you know, the daughter who's, who's literally just lost her father by a flying palm tree. Um, it's just so tragic. <laughs> she she doesn't seem to care very much, little the girl. Um it seems like the height of the emotion she gets to is basically saying, yeah, I miss him. Like he's, <laughs> he's gone on holiday. It's like, no, you've just ho- witnessed, you should be in trauma, you've just witnessed your dad <laughs> in a car being hit with a palm tree. And the mum's whole tactic for consoling her was, you want me to tell you a story? <laughs> no, uh, I know what you're going to no. say, you're too old for stories. <laughs> no, I was going to say, my dad died, you fucking crazy I'm bitch. I'm a bitch down about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear you, your stupid fucking stories. About art. I know about the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run too fast, you'll break your neck. That's the power. That's you'll the, get uh... a palm tree in the chest. Is <laughs> <laughs> how I'm actually going to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> you run too quick, palm trees are going to come and kill you. Oh no, wait, they already killed your dad. <laughs> palm trees and ice tornado. And then the sky will vomit an ice tornado <laughs> in two different directions. Well, that was weirdly prophetic of me to raise you to. <laughs> that must have been really traumatic for you. Well, anyway, bye. <laughs> I'm going to go get this strange out of the lift. Because <laughs> strange dickhead. Yeah. It just berates her the whole time. Yeah. He's a weird cat. Anyway. So they fix the power using the magic of computers. Um, Science. Whilst she is inhumanly strongly opening that that the only the lift door on the fourth floor. Not the one that he's trapped. Yeah, not behind. the floor that he's trapped behind. So she's climbed down on top of this lift. As dropped the, everything. Yeah, yeah. Dropped everything. Uh, dropped her walkie-talkie that she's conveniently got to talk to her daughter. Uh, <laughs> I know mobile technology wasn't that great in 2006, yeah. but it was still a lot better than needing to use walkie-talkies. Yeah. And then the electricity comes on, doesn't it? Yeah. So then temporarily. She's, yeah. So then she's propelled towards the, the roof. roof. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's very clearly not going to stop it, even though she's shouting at him. Uh, and then the power dies again. Yeah. And then he's like, well, get me out of here. Like, literally, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. So he was like completely silent, to which she shouted about four times, are you deaf? Are you deaf? Are you deaf down there? What if he was deaf? What if he was deaf? He wasn't <laughs> That's deaf. That's why he shouted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. You don't know me. Yeah. So he's shouting at her. So that then he starts shouting immediately again. Uh, to get get him out of this lift. Don't you call him a jerk or something? Yeah. So then after after she inhumanly opens the door and the uh, <laughs> and lifts him out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. With with her inhuman strength. <laughs> um, she was a god there. He she says you're a bit of a jerk. It's like yeah, he was just gonna kill you. It's cool. Um, <laughs> it wasn't his thing. Like we weren't at the top yet. <laughs> yeah, that was his only defense. You weren't actually dead, were you? Problem solved. Um. So then, they... <laughs> so then he tries to convince her to leave her daughter and come to the roof with him. Yeah, for some reason. So th- now he takes the stairs, 
Um, well, no, that's when the, uh, <laughs> the, the terrible CG helicopter crashes into yeah. the black block with a grid over it yeah. that's supposed to be the building. <laughs> yeah. It was really... With, that was with, some of the worst CG I've seen in quite a while. Yeah, that it was, it was truly terrible. I mean, the helicopter was rendered so poorly. and I mean, a little toy would have been yeah, more realistic. On a bit of string. Yeah, crashing into an actual building yeah. and not just a black block. So then there's the biggest helicopter explosion in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, they instead of actually being flown in the air, as is the cliche, Yeah, they just kind of wobble on their feet a bit. As like, though the Starship Enterprise had been attacked. But it, was, it, like... it wasn't even that. It was like uh, they were doing the worms stood up or something. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> they like, yeah. rippled yeah. through the body and then they fell forwards. <laughs> And that they feel it down where they're doing the electricity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, he's like, "Oh, that was my ride." He's not even cut up about it. Yeah. He's, he's just, just like, "Well, I guess we're doomed." Yeah. So no, she's, she's like, "What was no that?" Emotion. And then, no yeah, emotion she... in this entire film no. from any characters. She's she like... like, "I've got to go get my daughter." He's like, "What's the point? We're all dead." Yeah. And then she says something about, "Well, David says we'll be fine in the lab," and then David arrives. Yeah. And he's like, "Come on, let's go to the lab." Yeah. Not, not David, the, the <laughs> um, finance guy. Yeah. Um, and then he's up and chipper and happy yeah. and everything's fine. Um, so then they're dashing down to the lab uh, where the da- daughter is currently stranded. Um, considering. So she's been told to go in and once the clock hits... Oh no, once the compass hits north, then she has to... Uh, I don't know, then she has to close the door. The, the door, door that can also be opened at any time. Yeah. Um, what made me laugh as well, the... Um... Earlier on, when they were in the car driving away from the school, she says to her dad, you're going the wrong way. And he goes, why? And she points to the compass he has at the top yeah. of the car, above his Because uh, the radio just announced to go... to south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the, the radio just announced to go west. Yeah, and that's when he starts swerving wildly. Yeah, yeah. Like, There's a bin that's flung at me. <laughs> why, why does the girl know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So they discover him, the, the five of them... Rejoin now, so finance guy, blue eyes, um, inconsiderate mother, and two <laughs> stupid, ridiculous students. Uh, <laughs> rejoined. <laughs> so I'll draw your attention to the fact. With them. Yeah, the little girl isn't with them. I'll draw your attention to the fact that that's the party of heroes that we've got for this tale. <laughs> uh, so again, if you've not started watching the film, please go on. Um, so they realise that the helicopter crash wreckage, which is basically a bunch of bricks, has clogged up the stairs. It is literally a pile of like cinder blocks yeah. and stuff. It, like someone's just thrown them down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's conveniently clogged up the, sta- clogged up the stairs. It's like someone was at the top sweeping all the blocks into yeah. that, that uh, specific stairwell. doorway. Just it's like... like chest high. I don't see how the helicopter didn't crash that hard. But um, and you could probably break down the doors. But it was one it? hell of an explosion, considering it just kind of lightly fell yeah, on that's the true, roof. Yeah. It wouldn't actually explode, it'd just, you know, crash. Yeah. Um, particularly not, considering you can't have fire at minus 260. But, <laughs> <laughs> or a flying helicopter. No, you definitely can't have a flying helicopter at minus 260. Um, Why didn't it land anyway? Because there's a helipad they show at the I think start. it had landed and then had taken off because it was too getting too hairy for them. No, uh, it didn't convey that well. No, it didn't. Um, well, that's where it was going and then it was being blown back and then it's, that's yeah. why it probably crashed so hard. So then the only logical thing is to climb outside the building along a rickety railing so, <laughs> to get to the other stairwell. Yeah. Oh, incidentally, 
they um, mentioned that the surface of Mars is colder than outside. The surface of Mars is not colder than negative 260 degrees C. <laughs> that is not true. That's an absolute lie. Yeah, the very next cut is of the screen saying how cold it is, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's like, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's not. So they're basically going out in spacesuits in minus 260 degrees. So they go outside then. Um, and they're, they're at the <laughs> at the front door. Oh, they're at the door to the super convenient access to the other stairs, <laughs> uh, which I believe is probably against the state of Florida's um, fire code. To have a building where you can't get out both ways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> where, where, with only one staircase, and the only other staircase you've got to go out on a very, very unstable platform <laughs> um, whose floor has already fallen through. At the slight, light, slightest. So all we uh, all we treat to for um, temperatures of two negative two hundred and sixty is a uh, dusting of snow. Uh, it's literally like Christmas. Sort of. There's no ice even on the bars. No, no, nothing's no frozen over. So he warns them that there might be a vacuum before being sardonically uh, criticised from. Um, I've seen enough movies yeah. with the airplane and the thing. Blah, 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 like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm sorry. In case you haven't noticed, we're not on an airplane. Um, <laughs> uh, we're not in an airplane crash film. We're in a but temperatures at less than... Um, please, I'm a scientist. <laughs> yes. So anyway, he then, as a scientist, decides that it's perfectly safe to leave, the vi- leave his visor up and opens the door. <laughs> so he's exposing... And the, and the one who moaned about that as well also... Has leaves advisor it up. It opens the door. There's no vacuum. They don't open it fully. They open it very slightly. Yeah, but we, enough to ki- instantly kill them, even if this yeah. building was magically insulated. Yeah, yeah, they, they would be dead. Particularly because the the flesh is exposed to this negative 200. When you're exposed, think about dunking your hand in a uh, vat of liquid nitrogen. That you're not going to be able to use it's that hand we do again. Do that regularly. Yeah. But just think about it. It's cost me many hands. Yeah, Yeah. you can think about when it's like minus 10, 15 degrees and you touch something with your bare hand and it's cold. Yeah. And you're outside. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. Imagine that 250 degrees colder. Yeah. It's going to hurt. (laughs) 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 It probably won't hurt. It'll just kill you. Yeah, your limbs will just fall off. Your skin will probably just come off. Yeah, (laughs) you'll be flash frozen. Yeah. Along with the solid oxygen. Incidentally, negative uh, temperatures. Well, one thing, one anomaly they can't induce is a vacuum. <laughs> you won't be able to induce a near, near vacuum state outside. Definitely well, not. Us, we've tried. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they go onto the platform. They've got to basically make their way across this kind of. <laughs> it's like some kind of assault course they've set up in a, <laughs> like Fear Factor or something. Yeah. <laughs> and if you fall, you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> Just reminded you. What if they didn't die? What if they like fell and were landed on a bunch of snow, but were stranded down there? Would they have gone and got them? No, no, they, they didn't. Did they? <laughs> no. they didn't even check on. That's it. true. Yeah, he's just assumed to be dead. The guy who does fall. <laughs> so it's the two Gorman students who basically go over there first. Yeah. Uh, which everyone's called AJ. Yeah. The the, the scenes drawn out really. Yeah, they long. really drag that on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very long scene. Yeah, two students make their way across first, so he's then hammering on this door as though someone's gonna let him in on the other side. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> what he's doing. It's like, come on, yeah. whoa, cold out here. And um Blue Eyes shouts to him from out from uh, well, the first, other side of the platform. The um finance guy starts climbing across and the woman, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. So finance guy's following slowly behind him. Yeah, he's uh, almost there. Followed by the woman. And uh, Blue Eyes. Well, Blue Eyes notices then that he's banging on the door. Yeah. And proceeds to shout to him. 
Like he not, it, it's something like not oh, don't don't open that yeah. don't crash don't break that door. Don't open the door. Because apparently it's now a vacuum outside. Yeah. But it's <laughs> fine, to, it's fine to open tanks. the other door. Yeah. But now it's dropped about two degrees from like two hundred and yeah, yeah. sixty one to minus two hundred and sixty three. Now, now it's definitely a massive and vacuum. how he knows that is beyond me. And how he no. wants to get around that. No. <laughs> he shouts, Don't open the door and, and, and the, two <laughs> shouts <laughs> word for word. Hit the door harder, you say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop banging yeah, on yeah. it. So then breaks the glass yeah. and is pushed back slightly. But it's like a turns pu- round, stumbles into the edge and falls off. It's almost like a puff of smoke yeah. comes out the door. Yeah, yeah. It's not. A and it's not vacuum. like a gust of wind pushes him. It's like me shoving you in the chest yeah. or something yeah. and you stumble back. Yeah. Like, Whoa. And then and then grabbing your legs and throwing you yeah, over. That is what it's like. It's not. He didn't stumble over. He turns and heads towards the edge and then falls over and dies. We assume we never see him die. He just falls over and that's the end of him. And the the woman who's crossing in pure shock yeah, stumbles <laughs> over the. Uh, he tries to save her with one arm, well, gesticulating yeah. wildly at Beat, and then when he runs off and he's a dick, gesticulates at AJ. Gets AJ over to come and use her arm, one arm, to pull this woman up. While he pushes her closer yeah. <laughs> off. Uh, they pull her back up and then they decide, they, then it's like, oh, we're okay. They don't even go, are you alright or anything? It's just, let's yeah. move. <laughs> so, they finally get down the stairs and into the lab, expecting VJ to be there. I was really hoping before <laughs> that when uh, the, the guy got blown off, uh, at this Steady. point, is, sorry? The guy got blown off. Study. <laughs> and then died. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, they had three minutes left, and I, I was hoping that they wouldn't have enough time to actually pull her up and get back yep. to the lab. So I, I was thinking, oh, the, the film might do something kind of different here, and actually just have just the main characters. yeah, and just have the girl survive, you know, and then it'd be like, oh, well, you know, that's the end of the story. No, no, they all make it to the lab with a minute and a half left yeah. somehow. Exactly. Real, uh, Everything's bang fine. on the door where the girl can obviously hear them. It was already shutting. Yeah. And she didn't hear them going, no, no, down the corridor. But she heard them when they start banging on the door. And outside. she's somehow back in the middle of the room. Yeah. And then goes and opens the door. Everything's fine. I think as you pointed out, it really it's, if it's not soundproof, it's not anything proof, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna, that, that's going to let in the, the absolute zero, obviously. And he doesn't even throw any... Anyway. So he goes to... Realises Vee's not there. Minute and a half left. Can we just roll back a minute here? No, so he, no that's not allowed. He runs to Vee's office now. Yep. With everyone saying, no, don't go, leave Vee, he's a dick. Um, Vee's office Isn't Vee's office on, on the other floor. side of the... Wouldn't they have to... They would have to go down the stairs and along the to the other side of the building. They're not going to make that in a minute and a half. Especially not if he has to go outside. It's true, because Vete went from floor two, didn't he? Yeah. From his office. Not sure maybe even lower. Maybe ground floor. I'm not mm. sure about the internal layouts of the uh, building. But I don't think there are any internal layouts. Yeah. It's just whatever's convenient. Right. But yeah, then they just run back down the corridor. Because he gets to his office, and the guy who's been solely about some self-preservation is suddenly sat at his desk crying, holding these papers. <laughs> Do you know how important these contracts are? (laughs) (laughs) What was it? I don't think they're all of them now. (laughs) Yeah. Now, looking out at the window. Yeah, what? It's like, 
Of yes. course not. The contracts, near as we can tell, the contracts were for preventing this from happening. In the this couple has of happened. Years. You contract a null and void. No one's going to pay you any money. Besides which, they've not got the money to spend on, on your research now that the worst has happened. It's. Hey, but why does he care? Apparently, he really likes money. But it's like he was running back and he, got, he, he suddenly thought, wait a minute, the contracts. Yeah. Like, I like to think he got at the door and was about to like shout at the girl, like, and then he's like, wait a minute, and ran back off again. To, to his office. <laughs> to so, sit down and cry about <laughs> At this point, absolute zero has happened. The time has run out. Well, when the, when he as they're running back, yeah. the timer goes. Yeah, yeah, so the timer runs out, and I starts chasing them down the corridor. It doesn't instantly go... Like yeah, that, like it did, did in, the in the earlier. Yeah, yeah it, it's just so slow. It's literally just yeah, down chasing, the chasing you down the corridor. Meanwhile, the clock's ticking down to zero. No, yeah. it's, already, no, it's already gone it's zero. Already gone this zero. is after this is after zero's happened. Yeah, um, and he drops his files. They're in the last sprint. He drops his files, stops, and kneels down to start picking them up. And David stops. He's like, "What are you doing?" What are you... <laughs> These are really important. Help me. <laughs> it also does take him about three hours to pick up those files. Yeah. I mean, it would have taken anyone about two seconds yeah, just to get them to together. Them together. Them yeah. I think he even missed one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a few papers. Um, and then as he's leaning himself on the wall to get himself up, that's when he instantly freezes over. Mm-hmm. And David, instead of like immediately fleeing, just stares at him <laughs> for a couple of seconds while this ice is yeah. getting closer. So he gets in the door as the door is freezing over, by which point the, the, the ice is definitely going to get inside Yeah, because it's not like, oh, no, a yeah, door. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. door. I can't fathom this. But anyway, they shut the door, and the door that apparently is not soundproof is absolute zero proof. And the I temperature like the is absolute fine. absolute zero is this set thing yeah, that yeah. can permeate through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I see it. That's how this film has portrayed it to me. Kind of, yeah. So... Then all the good characters are in, inside it. Um, good. And, yeah, and everything's fine. All the two-dimensional good characters. Mm. They look up. Uh, they they try to communicate with people on the radio. Get a Spanish guy. because. Well, I don't know what the relevance of that was. Miami's that was. pretty heavily. It wasn't Miami they were talking to. It was, like, it was probably like Ecuador or somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's quite close to the Spanish states, but mm. or Portugal. Or... They, they were apparently not alone, so we're then treated to a nice scene where they look up through the glass window <laughs> above his office. That's not even been covered in snow or ice. But there's a helicopter it's... flying in minus two hundred seventy-three degrees. And yeah, there's a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. So apparently anything can survive. It's fine. It's fine. It's sunny now. Well, I, I don't think, know what was generating it... the absolute zero. Nothing. That's not explained. That, incidentally, at the, the, at the North I Pole. I don't know if Earth is supposed to move back to its original position now I or something. I don't know. But the crisis is apparently over. Yeah, it's fine the, now. The, the indication is that absolute zero is an event that happens at the North Pole. Absolute zero. The, the lowest temperature. I researched it. The lowest temperature on Earth uh, recorded at um, sea level is uh, oh sorry surface of the earth is negative 82 degrees mm. celsius nowhere on earth has it naturally reached negative 273 de- uh, <laughs> degrees zero kelvin it's never reached that it's like this is not just an event that periodically happens at the north pole when it gets a you know when it's pretty well, bad winter they ha- hypothesized that the ice age wasn't a slow steady thing as we believe but it was this instant yeah, the Ice Age was, was like everywhere in the world, wasn't it? Like yeah, the entire... this, this covers most of the equator. Yeah. And anywhere that isn't the equator is instantly tropical paradise. Yeah, so New York, for instance. They don't show any of it, they no. just tell you that. Yeah, so New York <laughs> is tropical, which the newsreader... From tropical New York. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then we're, tri- we're, we're. I like the idea that the, the Miami newsreader is much more important than a New York one and gets to take their job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. <laughs> from a terrible little news station. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, only it, seems to talk I about think, the weather anyway. I think yeah. the station had the exact same name, but instead of uh, uh, Miami in it, it was for, uh, New, New York. York. NY. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe she, she just did all of them. Maybe she did, yeah, for the country. <laughs> But apparently New York was tropical. And we're treated to the final... Uh, oh, God. The, the final... When they see the helicopter through the little bit of the window that's uncovered. Yeah. <laughs> and they're waving to it as yeah, though the helicopter will be able I think I said to you, if the helicopter sees them through that, I'm killing myself. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the worst point-in film in uh, all of human history. Yeah. So um, then the little girl says, it's true what they say. Science... Damn you. <laughs> What's the same? Science is never wrong. Yeah. How did you forget the mantra of the I whole can't. film? <laughs> they drilled it into yeah. your skull. So the little girl says at the end, after seeing this helicopter, it's true what they say. Science is never wrong. <laughs> End of film. That's and the thing moral of the story. Yeah. Hmm. And you dare doubt science. Yeah. This is what science will do to you. It won't help anything. <laughs> I mean, you people may survive because of science. I mean, you can forgive the film not maybe having, like, you know, it's probably had a pretty poor budget. Judging by the, uh, judging by the footage whole, and but it's like if you're going to have a, any kind of environmental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And blanket snow. <laughs> Repetition of scenes. Was that another meta joke? Yes, probably. <laughs> Danny just said. What? Danny just said repetition of saying we used footage. No, he didn't. He did. He did say we used footage. Really? And then you said moments later repetition oh, of saying. Thanks for listening. You can send your questions or comments to us via the website, stormpoopersmith.com, or through our Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus profiles. Just search for He Was Laugh. Join us next time for more movie and video game discussions. And remember, we're here for a job, gentlemen. There's no need to become emotionally invested in each other.